All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on the Rebels 247 podcast. Here on a Thursday morning, happy to be here. Hopefully you are having a good day. Part of the 247 Sports Network. And as always, with Inside the Rebels, uh, it's been a good morning. Look, had a good night last night. I've had a good week. I'm going to some real high school football tonight. MRA will host Greenville Christian. Uh, for those of you who remember that story last year, Greenville Christian basically took Greenwood's team, you know, due to the COVID um, era. Is it the COVID era? Is that what we call it? During that time frame, you know, when schools were shutting down, and y'all probably know that story already with, with Greenville Christian. They picked up a ton of transfers is the bottom line. Anyway, they beat Oak Grove last year. They beat MRA. They beat Jackson Prep. Almost beat this mega team out of, I believe it was Georgia. And just rolled to a championship. Uh, but anyway, they they lost the whole team. I mean, they all graduated. You had all these kids that had come in from other schools uh, that weren't playing. And uh, anyway, they all graduated. So I'm kind of curious to see what they filled it in with. And like when I say they graduated, like literally the whole offense, all 11. So we'll see if more came in, more transfers, that sort of thing. So um, I'll be at MRA tonight. We'll see a few prospects out there. Look, John White's committed to Southern, but he's he's still just a junior through for a gazillion yards last year. But uh, regardless, recruiting, I'll just be happy to be out there and see some people, shake some hands, uh, see some coaches, some players, and see some football. So looking forward to that. Hey, if you're out in that area too, you know, come over and introduce yourself. I'll be walking around with the big camera over my shoulder. Uh, all right, but a couple of things here that, I, that I'd like to get to. And mainly recruiting. I want to get to Aiden Williams here on what is national. Oh, this is no, it's national presidential joke day. Not going to go down that road. Nope. Smarter than that. And sons and daughters day, whatever that is. It's going to be national Aiden Williams day here on the podcast. We're going to talk about that. Aiden comes out yesterday and he formally announces when he plans to make a commitment, right? And uh, I, I'm pulling it up now. I want to, you're going to hear some typing here. I believe it was the 21st, right? Comes out last night with a tweet that just simply says, just directly to the point about his commitment date. I will be committing on August 21st. And if you're wondering when that is, that is a Sunday. Two weeks, actually one week from this Sunday. So it's it's right before their first real regular season game. I think their first real game is on the 27th. And he had mentioned to me, you know, a desire to get this stuff done and over with before he started playing. But there was always the, the possibility to push it back. So now you've got in the books an official day when Aiden is going to make a decision. All right, there's, there's several things I want to break down here with Aiden Williams. And some of this is just the basics that you probably already know, but I'm going to go over it just again real quick for – to be comprehensive. Of course, he's out of Ridgeland. He's been a big deal for a while now. You know, I know we have him ranked. Uh, in my opinion, we have him ranked somewhere that's that's too low. Even as, as a four-star, solid four-star guy. Number 20 wide receiver in the country, number 144 overall. He's better than that. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt he's better than that. 
had a chance to see him now actually played someone when he was a freshman. Uh, but when Aiden was a sophomore, Zy McDonald was the quarterback. Of course, he signed, I think, with ULL, if I remember right, threw for a ton of yards. Had a great arm. Had 765 receiving yards as a 10th grader, six touchdowns. He was sharing time, though, with Division I guys. Richard Mays was a senior who ended up signing with Southern. So, like, you had to share uh, during that time. He comes back last year, and he has 63 catches uh, for 1,156 yards, 14 touchdowns. That's in nine games. And, you know, I can tell you this about the team last year, how good this kid is. Teddy Dias took over the program at Ridgeland. And uh, Caleb Schufelt is his offensive coordinator. You should remember Caleb from the Madison area playing in high school and really good young coach coming up. But Teddy's uh, son was the quarterback. He'd be the first to tell you and his son, not near the arm like a Zy McDonald. Not many kids are going to have that. Zy had a, had a cannon. Um, Teddy's kid was just gritty, tough, tough kid. And they still were able to, to, um, to win, win games. But Aiden still puts up the huge receiving numbers, and uh, he could it could have been more. You know, he is, in my opinion, a no doubter, top one hundred in the country. You could push top fifty every camp he's going to. He blew it up, and uh, I think he'll have that kind of senior year. There's a reason everybody's trying to get him now. Look, this NIL world that we're living in, of course, that's a big part of it. What's the potential there? Wherever you sign, you know, what am I looking at? And that's a battle for kids like him. Uh, I think Ole Miss, and this is kind of weird too, how how you go into these things. Hey, you don't want to break, you don't want to ruin a kid's day and say where he's going. Well, then in my mind, which that's definitely important to me, I don't like re- reporting on that stuff because some things, you know, I shouldn't even hint at or put out there. You know what I mean? But then on the other end of it, I never feel great about this stuff anyway. So like I could come out here and say, Hey, look, he privately committed. He's going to Ole Miss. It's just a matter of time. And then in a week, something completely different happened. You know, it just depends. Um, so there's there's that aspect of it, too. Ole Miss is in a great position with him. And uh, they've done a really good job recruiting him. I think Derek Nix has done a great job. Derek Nix is – and Derek is not a friend of mine. I mean, not to say we're friends, but, you know, we I've spoken to him – I'm not a lot. You know, when I see him, he's somebody I know I can shake a hand and, and, and talk to. Just saying this is not me covering for somebody or a friend. Derek is about as good as it gets in Mississippi, especially. Guys like him and Tony Hughes, there's not many of them. And it's always kind of funny to see people talk about coaches and they can do this, can't do that. But uh, he's done a really good job recruiting Aiden. I think there's a great relationship there. I think Ole Miss has put stuff in place that's making them competitive when they really want a kid for just about anybody out there. They can't, you know, maybe not as much as these Texas A&Ms or Alabamas and some of these places that are just, they're crazy funded, crazy funded. But they're in a really good place. And uh, and personally, and always selfishly when it's an in-state kid, I, they don't know the state anything, especially the way – that Ole Miss is recruiting now, and that's just me being blunt about it. You know, they don't they don't recruit Mississippi much anymore. They'd like to cherry pick the top few. Well, the other side of that is you can't turn around and and say a player should stay in state and be 
Uh, that kind of goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything wrong with how Ole Miss is recruiting. I would, I think they're doing the right thing with the transfer portal and, and, a, and a broader net. But a kid in state doesn't have to stay here if he doesn't want to. Selfishly, um, I would like him to because I like to see these guys play here. So I, I hope it works out. And, and when he does his commitment on the 21st, that Ole Miss fans get good news. I think they're in terrific shape. Um, as far as comps, I've gotten that on the board. Everybody's always going to do A.J. Brown or a D.K. Metcalf. You know, we always go to the best players. That's really not fair. And even on my end of it, if I do it, I sound like such a complete homer because of what those guys did. And there's some miscommunication in there. You know, if I say he's a prospect similar to A.J. Brown, I mean when he's in high school, not knowing what he's going to be. You know, not A.J. Brown now with what he's doing in, in the NFL or a D.K. I can give you a better comp. Now, A.J. was about 20 pounds heavier than Aiden. DeMarcus Lodge, when he came out of high school, was right around that 50 range as far as a top 50 player in the country, one of the better wideouts in the country. Similar size, 6'2", maybe a few pounds under 200. He could run. He was really good in the air. Uh, could control his body, good hands, just, you know, a step ahead of everybody. And then DeMarcus went on to have a really good career um, at Ole Miss. I think his last year, he didn't get 1,000, but he was close. Last two years, had 698, seven touchdowns, and had 877 his senior year, four touchdowns. If you got that, that'd be great. I think he's that kind of player. And uh, who knows what the production's like. But uh, but he's very talented. I'm a big Aiden Williams fan. And, and if that works out like that and, and Ole Miss gets good news on it, You'd have him, you'd have Sunterine Perkins, you'd have Jamarius Brown, and they're still recruiting a couple of others and still watching a couple of others to see what they do this year. Um, they're going to recruit Dante Dowdell till you know, he signs out of state, which if you've kept up with him at all, which I was fortunate to know about him kind of on the early side of it, that kid's awesome. Somebody you'd like to have in the locker room and uh, not just about the production on the field. Like, that dude's a winner. And they'll recruit the mess out of him, you know, all the way up to it. Same thing with Aiden. You know, you talk to coaches over there at Ridgeland. You talk to Teddy, Caleb Schufelt. He's an easy kid to coach. He's a winner. Good around the other players. He's not selfish. You need those guys. Sunterine Perkins, very similar. Um, so they're off to a good start in terms of not going to bring in the numbers in Mississippi. But at the top. Um, they look pretty good. So we'll see what happens there with Aiden. They just offered Kobe Black this wide receiver next year um, out of, of out of Connolly High School out in Texas, out in Waco, Texas. Look, I don't know much about him. He's just – he's a big deal recruit. You know, he's one of those that everybody offers. He has probably 20 to 25 Power 5 offers right now from big schools across the country. And, uh, and I, maybe I said wide receiver. He's a cornerback. If I said wide out, that's my bad. Big time cornerback prospect. And an old miss threw their hat in the ring with him. They're recruiting the mess out of Texas, also, if you're paying attention. And they they're having some success over there. So this is another one that they're after. He is number one, he's the number one player in Texas for that class in our in-house 247 sports rankings. He's the number five player in Texas in our composite. So that's another big one. So, but that's just an offer that's thrown out there. All right. The other thing I wanted to mention here real quick, 
a couple of minutes. I was very happy for Mike Bianco and his contract. And I have a lane thing I wanted to, to discuss here just for a second. I was very happy for Mike. That's deserved. He's one of the highest paid coaches in the, in the country. The assistants will be among the highest paid assistants in the country. Incentives, you know, to win championships, win the division for grades, you know, and all that thing built into it. He deserves every dollar that he gets out of that thing. And Carl Lafferty and and Clement and all those dudes, Cleary, you know, they deserve whatever they get out of this. There'll be a statue out front of that stadium one day. And when I saw that yesterday, you knew it was coming anyway, so it's not like breaking news. But I was very happy for Mike that that worked out. And uh, still surreal that they won it. Um, still surreal that they won it. And then on a personal note, you know, that's a uh, Ole Miss is doing what they're doing. My kid's headed to junior college. Um, it'd be great to see him there one day. Or, or for me, for State or Southern or any of these places, we'll see what happens with mine. But I know Ole Miss and, look, State is in the same boat. Those are programs that kids in State grow up wanting to play and not just because they're fans, but because of what those programs have become. You know, national championship, not just contenders, but national champs. And that's an awesome thing. So happy Mike got paid. Now, on, the, on kind of a funny end of this, I wanted to mention, on Twitter, Lane mentioned this in a press conference the other day. And he was quoted as just saying, I mean, I thought about it on a play today. That guy was just playing for Auburn, covering a guy that just played for Mississippi State. So it's just the world we're in. He's talking about Tennyson on defense covering for Malik Heath. And uh, look, that it is. It's just the world we're living in. I bring it up also for this reason. You know, I'm mentioning some kids around Mississippi that maybe Ole Miss isn't on, which is kind of weird considering in the past, you couldn't imagine they're not really on a top 10 player in the state. You know, Caleb Bryan, I brought him up on the board, a defensive end. I think the kids are really good. He's number nine in the state. He has offers from a couple of SEC schools and also USC and Oregon. But if you're in the boat on this transfer deal, these high school kids are competing with that. And more emphasis is on year to year to year, you know, not developing a kid. You got to win. So the bar is very high for a high school kid. It just is. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's, I think they're doing exactly what they need to be doing, but that's why a, a Caleb Bryant or an Isaac Smith guys that they're talking to early, but they just never get that offer. Just it's a very high bar right now because they're going up against, you know, transfer guys. And that's true of baseball, basketball. It's, it's true of everything. Of course I see it in baseball uh, because like my son, Connor, like I'm experiencing this had a year. And as the caliber picture, he would have already signed somewhere. You know, he's had division one offers out of state um, to, to um, he's had several division one offers out of state wants to stay here and play for the big schools. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Uh, but that's he's headed to Jones basically because of the portal. A guy like the, the quarterback out of Greenville Christian last year, DJ Smith, headed there because of the portal. And and with these other high school guys that aren't getting those offers, that's just kind of that's what's happening. There's nothing bad. There's nothing bad on their end. They're not bad kids. It's just very hard to get an offer right now. So 
nine times out of 10, if you're asking me a question on the board about why they're not offered, that's just, that's all it is. Now there seems like there was something else I wanted to get into. One other thing real quick. I do think not that I don't want to play the rivalry game, but I wanted to mention this. There will be a case study this year. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what happens. Mississippi state did not go heavy portal. They have, they're going more development guys that they had there. Now they brought in some transfers and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not all the way up to date on all of their transfers. So if their fan listened, you know, forgive me if I miss a player here, they didn't go as heavy in it. So you almost have a little more of more traditional, which look, there's more Mississippi talent available right now, if you want to take it and develop it. So we'll see what happens year, two years, three years down the road. But they didn't bring in as many transfers as like, not just Ole Miss, LSU brought in a ton, Arkansas brought in a ton, Auburn did, Alabama brought in good ones. I think everybody in the division, A&M brought in not as many as Ole Miss, but it's because them and Alabama are hitting the high school kids so effectively. But I do think we're going to have a little case study here. State brought back a lot of their team from last year that was good. Ole Miss lost way more than State did off the team, but they brought in all this transfer talent. And it has Ole Miss in the top 25, top 20 of a lot of these polls. Just something, I don't know, it struck me yesterday looking at it uh, because I had a State fan asking me why they're not in the top 25 more. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how those things play out and you know, kind of what direction programs are going. Because the truth is, even with Ole Miss, the transfer stuff, you really don't know what's going to happen. I feel good about it. I think the talent level is very high. You still have to develop a roster. You have to develop chemistry, a locker room, all those things very quickly. Figure out who can play, make the right decisions there. So we'll see how all that plays out. And on some level, you know, it's it's still experimental, uh, but I think they're in a good place. I do. Looking forward to the football season. I am looking forward to the football season. Being on the sidelines, getting some photos. I uh, can't wait. All right, guys, that's going to do it for a Thursday edition of the show. Ran a little bit long today. Y'all have a good day. Enjoy it. If you're in this area, like I said, if you're out in Madison at MRA tonight, I'll be out there. You know, come up, shake a hand. But y'all have a great day. This is Chris Brooks for the Rebels 247 podcast and the 247 Sports Network. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you then.